Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. On the set of scene one, take 23, was the first time you laid your eyes on me. Hair in a fuss, hit by a bus, baby don't like when I cuss. Oops, you make me laugh, it's no mystery. Wearing your suit with those tights underneath, you got them fooled, but I know the truth. Your secret's safe with me. Thanks so much for tuning in to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Tonight, we're going to do a full two-hour segment all about movies. There's so many movies out this summer, new releases. Of course, my 
complaint you've heard probably heard me say before recently it was man there's so many sequels and remakes and miss originality creativity but again with that said just got to get that out of the way there have been some really good movies some actually a few originals some even sequel i liked and remakes but hey and there's a lot more coming too so i'd love to hear your thoughts what's been your favorite movie so far the best movie you've seen, and the worst movie you've seen. Choose one each so far this summer. Call into the show. The switchboard number here is 323-642-1556. Again, 323-642-1556. Call in and share your thoughts. In the meantime, I'm going to play another song, and I'll start watching for your calls. Uh, you also can message me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC, and you can join Coffee Talk with Shell on Facebook. And last but not least, I'm going to try to open this chat room through the direct link here at blogtalkradio.com forward slash coffee talk with Shell. Oh, and that reminds me, some people prefer to call through Skype. You can do that too. All right. So if you're like me, traditional old school, (laughs) call by phone. That number again, switchboard number is 323 area code. Uh, 323 and then 642-1556. And I uh, may be playing a little more music in between, so definitely help use your help, use your calls and your your uh, thoughts more than ever tonight because I really didn't want to cancel the show since I just returned after like a three-year hiatus. I've only done a few episodes and trying to be consistent on the Sunday nights and all and get my loyal old listeners back and new listeners in and, and uh, uh, all about consistency. But I had a really bad root canal done. It was almost like an extraction. And uh, it kind of hurt. <laughs> a little sore. So I'm going to be playing a little more music in between. So, again, I could really use your help, you listeners, you, and call in and share your own thoughts on the movies, movie reviews. All right. So we do a fun segment tonight. And I am still trying to figure out how to get that chat room open. Uh, let me find another song for y'all. Oh, and that song you just heard was called Lois Lane by Bean. Check out Noel Bean on Facebook or beanmusic.com. Awesome artist. All right. In the meantime, I'm going to find a different song for y'all. This one is by Misty Mayhem, and it's called Reason to Live. So cute. Very nice, upbeat song. Enjoy. Well, I ain't no millionaire living up high, looking down on the world, slave away so I can make a dime. I ain't up in Hollywood, memorizing lines, making money off my makeup.
Again, that's Reason to Live by Misty Mayhem. Again, you can call into the switchboard number here, 323-642-1556. I'll start reading some of the tweets or reviews as well. So we're doing a fun segment all about movie reviews tonight. Uh, there's been so many summer movies. I had free, some free Cinemark passes recently, so I saw a few movies. saw like four movies almost back-to-back, it seems. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, so I saw Wonder Woman, the Emoji Movie, uh, Valerian. And Dunkirk. Dunkirk was probably my favorite one of all. I just saw that one yesterday. It was so good. All right. So, again, you want to call in uh, 323-642-1556 or message me on Twitter at CoffeeTalkWC and let me know your thoughts. In the meantime, let me go ahead and play another song. When I come back, I'll start sharing my own thoughts on these movies as well. In the meantime, enjoy this next song. I forgot. I need to take my antibiotics. Got to stay on top of the antibiotics since I just had oral surgery. Oh, yeah. Or dental procedure or whatever you want to call it. It was almost basically like an extraction. So bad. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm just thankful I got it done, though. All right. In the meantime, here is a song. Actually, I'll play a compilation. Snippets from past uh, interviews to get a feel for the show if you're a new listener or you can reflect with me if you're a loyal old listener. All right. Not old, but you know what I mean. All right. Here we go. Enjoy. Going on to Coffee in Texas. I'm going to give it one more Ah. chance, actually. I'm on my way to lunch, and I'm going to give it one more chance, but I can't wait (laughs) to get back to fresh beans in California. Oh, see, Starbucks is my favorite here. So I was like, no, I host Coffee Talk with Shell, and he doesn't like the coffee here in Dallas. It's I mean, terrible. You know what, though? No, I haven't had Starbucks here. I've had That's local the problem. From, I just want yeah, chocolate but, I mean, mocha. you, you got to get, get it. good coffee besides Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, I make really good coffee, so hey. South Carolina is home, but Dallas is home too. I have, I just, I consider I have two homes, you know. And one, I mean, there's more family. There's a different kind of family. Each have two families, you know. I have family here and I have family there, but it's two different kinds of families. Like, this is like the monster family. <laughs> home is like Dallas. the Beverly Hillbilly family. Is there everything that you would hope would make you feel so good? Who's calling and from where? Yeah, my name is Ross from Los Angeles, California. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. This is Ross Matthews. <laughs> it is. Oh, How are God. you? I'm shaking. I love you. Oh, yeah. you're so cute. We all dream, but nobody listens. But if you love it and you embrace it and you just, you know, you're fearless, then, you know, it's a great thing. And in our dreams we rule the world And that inspired me to write Midnight Cabaret We all have the money, have the money There was a lot of attention, but then it kind of cooled down And we all drive the nicest cars like motto in life is just to have fun and just um, you know enjoy life. And, and it took so long to realize that something was missing. Oh, oh. I would like for this book to be a movie. That's my next big dream. That's- is there everything that you would hope would make? 
excited and you know a, a little bit nervous as far as like the crowds and stuff. But um, it was it was awesome and I, and I had a ball performing and um, just you know meeting new people and meeting football players. It was it was a, it was a dream come true. found that, uh, you know, telling Sean's story is not only helping me heal, but it also helps me spread the word that this stuff, that the things that's happening with Sean, uh, which is happening every day in this country, should never, ever have to happen again. Good, good. I, I say to her, you, you are so beautiful. You are that child that just went, that you're that person that just went through so much, but it's okay. Hey, you. So these are the news stories of our time, which is sort of my my hope for the future. Poppy Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. So again, that was just like a compilation of some uh, snippets of past interviews, along with some music by Brandon Hilton, a song called Hollywood. It's a really cute song. So in the meantime, we're talking about movies. Uh, let me, I guess, start with my own thoughts and then read some uh, Twitter thoughts I've found as well. But I'll keep watching the switchboard. Again, if you want to call in, that would be awesome. Help me out. I really could use the listeners' help tonight. <laughs> Give my, oh, my voice a break, my mouth, oh, my tooth. Oh, I'm sure many of you can relate. Hopefully not, but those that can, you know what I'm talking about. It's like a dental, anything dental procedure, like a awful, awful throbbing pain. But I really didn't want to cancel the show. Like I said, you know, after a three-year hiatus, only done a few episodes, trying to keep it consistent, and hopefully people start realizing I'm back on air now. I don't know. <laughs> Give it time. And my friend Jumanji didn't want to co-host, sadly. I missed some co-hosting. At least he was kind of to co-host the first uh, return episode, but oh well, I tried. He just told me to play music if I start hurting, so uh, again, I may be playing a little more music than normal. <laughs> oh, okay. So let's see here. Uh, which movie you should... Let's start with Dunkirk, because it was really good. I really liked it. Beautiful scenery, timepiece, true story. A movie like that, basically, a couple of things that stood out. One was a true story, and it made me want to learn more. It was terrible at history and um, science. <laughs> were my worst subjects in school, and geography, too, actually. But, yeah, definitely history and science, worst subjects ever for me. And it wasn't that I didn't want to learn. I just, I don't know why, I just wasn't good at them. But now I seem to uh, enjoy absorbing it better, learning more. And movies like Dunkirk definitely made me get online, go to Wikipedia, and read more about the historical event. Really interesting insight. Um, so I think it was, and double check this, don't quote me, but I want to say it was estimated around 800,000 soldiers altogether. It might have included civilians too, because there were sadly some civilians that died in the midst of this whole Battle of Dunkirk affair. Um, but they also. I think it said about only half, like around 400,000, but only half of them survived. The other half died. So, so sad. second thing that stood out was Harry Styles. It was his acting debut in this movie. He's one of the main characters named Alex. Amazing. It was kind of a catch-22. Because of him, maybe want to go see the movie even more. 
But then it was also the Catch-22 downfall was that it was also kind of a distraction because, like, when I was watching the movie, I'd find myself being like, oh, well, you know, <laughs> thinking to myself, where's Harry Styles each scene? You know, like, where is he? Make sure I find him. And hmm. so that's the only downfall. But the rest was really good. I mean, he did an amazing job himself. All the actors I thought were really good. Beautiful movie. Um, editing maybe a little choppy. I don't think it really needed the flashbacks. Like there's one scene that stood out to me that I didn't really like. That was a flashback that was like, why didn't they just do it in the live motion sequence where um, basically this pilot is is trying to talk to another one and then they do a flashback where they show the pilot could hear him but ignored him or whatever. I don't want to give the whole story away, but you know, it's just a little side note there. So I was like, eh, I didn't care for the flashback editing, but the rest I thought was really good. Um, but overall, probably the best movie I've seen all summer. Um, now, an interesting one, the, the Emoji movie I saw myself. I didn't really know anyone that wanted to see it, but I did. And I went I went to the, like the first showing. It was 5 o'clock Thursday. Oh, official opening day was Friday. But technically, I went to like the first showing here um, of the movie. 5 o'clock, pretty much full theater. A lot of parents and kids and me. <laughs> And I thought it was so cute. Terrible reviews. I was so disappointed because I, I liked it. I still like it. I mean, just because other reviews say they didn't like it. I mean, I didn't like it. I did. I liked it. Uh, wasn't my favorite movie. Like, my favorite, can I give you insight? Uh, my favorite animated movies, like more recent ones, would be Wreck-It Ralph and Megamind. Those are, I could watch those repeatedly easily. I think it's because I root for, like, the bad guys show the good side. Like, you know, if you dig deep down, you can find good in them. And both those movies are kind of about that, like finding the good and the bad guy kind of, so to speak. But the Emoji movie, it, I can see one aspect that is definitely a mixture. Oh, we actually have a call. Oh, wow. One moment, please. Hello, Eric Code 516. You're on the air. Matthew's calling in from where? Uh, this is Jesse Long Island. How you doing? Hi Jesse from Long Island. I'm I'm great. I'm 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 sorry if I sound a little funny. I had root canal surgery recently, but I still wanted to host the fun show. So, uh, which movie were you calling about? Well, uh, did you see Spider-Man: Homecoming? I sure did. I liked it. It wasn't my favorite Spider-Man. I to didn't. Me. Well, you didn't. Well, not that I didn't. It it was a good movie. For me, mm-hmm. it just dragged a little long, you know. And I think they, they, they were comparing it to the Dark Knight, which it wasn't. Oh no, that was definitely not the Dark Knight. Have you noticed that pattern though? I've noticed in most of summer movies that that same kind of scenario where they could cut at least thirty minutes out easily. Even Wonder Woman, I loved Wonder Woman, and I was like, y'all could have cut out thirty minutes. Like it's too long. Why do they keep making these movies so long? <laughs> Hello? I'm sorry, Jesse, are you still there? I hope I didn't lose connection. Uh Jesse, I'm not I it looks like you're on air. Oh, I lost I lost some Jesse from Long Island, if you can hear me call back. <laughs> oh, that was re- thanks for calling in and sharing your thoughts on Spider Man Homecoming. I definitely could um see your thoughts. I'm so excited. That was my first call since I came back to the the show. That was so exciting. Thanks again, Jesse, for calling in from Long Island. Really appreciate it. And yeah, I, I think he's right. I think the Dark Knight probably was better. Yeah, 
nothing about Dark Knight was pretty good. Now, I was going to say, uh, out of Spider-Man Homecoming, out of Spider-Man movies, my favorite will always be the very first Spider-Man movie. I think technically I saw the X-Men movie was the very first comic book movie I saw, like when this trend became popular over time, you know, in these recent years. Well, it's been probably a decade or so now that, that they started really making a lot of comic book movies and becoming a popular thing in the theaters. But for some reason, I always remember Spider-Man as, as the official, like to me, my first official comic book movie. And, and actually we started reading a few comic books after that and the that very first Spider-Man was just so magical. It's just nothing can beat that. It's kind of like when you see the first Toy Story. Nothing compares to it. It's just so magical. But Spider-Man Homecoming, it was cute. I really liked the stunt scene where he's like on the train and stuff. That was pretty cool. Um, I feel bad. I feel bad I lost Jesse. I wonder if I should call back. I don't want to scare him if I call back because I (laughs) see his number um, from the switchboard. But but again, Jesse, thanks so much. Hopefully, y'all can hear me. I hope I didn't lose internet connection. I'm kind of wondering now. Oh, dear. Um, let me do this. Let me go over to Facebook and Twitter, remind everyone how to call in and all that good stuff. And in the meantime, I hope you'll call in. We've still got plenty of movies to talk about. And even ones we've mentioned, feel free to call in on those as well. Share your own thoughts. So, fun question of the night What's the best movie and the worst movie each you've seen so far this summer? Call in at area code 323-642-1556. Again, area code 323-642-1556. In the meantime, I'm going to go ahead and play another song, give my poor little tooth a break. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> let's find a song by my favorite band, Michael Fronty and Spearhead. They're coming to Dallas on August 23rd, less than a month away. I can't wait. Shout out to Mr. Fronty and your crew and your wife, Sarah, Mrs. Fronty, too. And in the meantime, hope you enjoy this song called Hey, Hey, Hey by Michael Fronty and Spearhead. In the morning, all I do is pray for some guidance and protection on the streets today, and an answer to the questions I ask every day. So tell me why did the birds that used to fly here? Tell me why did they come to die here? And all the kids that used to run here? Tell me why did they load their guns here? I remember in the days when we were one heart, no need to be bent. I just wrap my arms around you. Don't give up. This song is for you. Hey, 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 no matter how life is today, there's just In the gutter where flower grows Reminded me that everything is possible Yeah, reminded me that nothing is impossible You gotta live for the one that you love, you know You gotta love for the life that you live, you know Sing it, hey, hey, hey No matter how Hold on. 
ever tell you that it couldn't be done. Don't let nobody ever tell you that we couldn't be one. Don't let nobody ever tell you that it shouldn't be sung. Don't let nobody ever tell you the only one. Singing, hey, 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 no matter how I Okay, so again, that was Hey, Hey, Hey by Michael Fronty and Spearhead. They're currently on tour. Check them out. Go to michaelfronty.com. Check out their tour dates. Awesome band. My favorite band. Love their music. All right, but uh, tonight it's all about movies. Actually, music isn't movies. Music makes a big part of the movies. As a matter of fact, one of the reviews I read on Twitter earlier said a really nice comment about Hans Zimmer saying that was part of the reason they liked the Dunkirk movie. I do like Hans Zimmer. I think he did. Didn't he do the Lion King music? Uh, yeah, so again, I really liked Dunkirk. Um, as I mentioned earlier, Hairstyles was a catch-22 because I really wanted to see it because he was in it, but I also wanted to see it because it was a true story. But then the catch-22 downfall was <laughs> the distraction of wondering, where's Harry Styles in each scene, um, trying to find him. But anyway, uh, and again, thanks to Jesse from Long Island calling in and he shared his thoughts on Spider-Man Homecoming. He liked it, but said that he thought the it was a little too long and that the Dark Knight movie was a bit better um, than it. So let's see what else is there. Um, Wonder Woman, I mentioned. I thought it was too long. Almost every movie I mentioned, I'm going to say was a little too long. Could have cut 30 minutes out easily, honestly. I don't know why that's such a thing lately, this pattern in the movies. Uh, the Wonder Woman I, was probably well i think dunkirk was my favorite but how could i forget wonder woman that was probably my favorite dunkirk i'm gonna have to say second favorite wonder woman my first favorite because i waited years for this movie how many of us raise your hands <laughs> i can really see your hands waving um i just waved to mine like y'all could see me i cracked myself up anyway <laughs> uh yeah I'm, i mean i'm at my computer right now as a matter of fact the little mouse pad is as a wonder woman theme i have a wonder woman blanket that my dog pretty much took over he takes over all my blankets but uh, that's okay. He's like me. He safety blankets make him feel better, <laughs> cozy. But anyway, um, I love Wonder Woman. Waited for years. I remember like teased, you know, thinking, oh, Carrie Russell's gonna be Wonder Woman. They're probably gonna do the movie. What? Well, they did the animated movie, and it was cute. But the real life people, uh, Gal, how do you say her name? Uh, I'm not saying it right. Is it? Oh, Gadot, G A D O T's last name, right? The actress that played Wonder Woman. 
Why am I blanking out on her first name? Well, one, is it Gal Gadot? I gotta look it up. Uh, that was in an Israel army. She was just amazing. I could talk on and on about her. Now that's one sequel I'm not too disappointed about. I probably will watch this Wonder Woman sequel. Um, but then again, can they top the first movie? I don't want to, you know, see a sequel and it's worse. You want it to be the same or better, right? So yeah, Gal Gadot. I said it right. Okay, good. Um, but again, I loved Wonder Woman. That was beautiful. I do see why a lot of people say it was kind of like Captain America. There's similar aspects, timepiece and all that. Um, but then again, sadly, it could have, it, I mean, they could have saved some money on the budget. <laughs> they could have cut out 30 minutes easily, y'all. Uh, I'm just saying. But other than that, I loved it. Uh, I, I'm getting a little more into fashion. I'm myself not like fashion person, but I'm appreciating it more and more. Um I thought the costumes were awesome, really good in that movie in Wonder Woman. Very cool apparel, cost fashion costumes. Uh, what else? Um, oh, no love story, of course. Love the love story aspect. Made me cry. Um, what else? What else? Valerian. When we were leaving the theater after Dunkirk, I thought this couple that were leaving also thought, and I said, oh, y'all thought Dunkirk, right? Thinking they're going to say, yeah, and what'd you think? No, the guy the guy said, no, no, we just saw Valerian. And I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, it was the best movie ever. And I was like, I, I gave a thumbs down, like, <laughs> shook my head like, nuh-uh. Because I only think the opening scene and the ending scene were good, and the rest of the movie was so boring. The Valerian movie, that's all they need. Opening scene, ending scene. They could have cut up, like, over an hour of that movie easily, over two hours. <laughs> Just ten-minute little short movie, opening scene, ending scene. Now, if they'd made the whole movie in between, like, the opening scene and the ending scene with action and all and humor, it would have been so good. It had, don't you hate when you see a movie that you know has so much potential of the storyline and they just blow it? Missed opportunity. Hashtag missed opportunity in movies. That one right there. That'd be a fun topic. Let me ask you that fun question of the night. What is a missed opportunity you noticed in a movie? Like I just mentioned Valerian totally, totally missed big opportunities. Now the emoji movie, that's what a lot of people are saying. They're saying they think that it had potential and it was a letdown. They were bored. Mostly adults are saying that they didn't like the movie, but their kids loved it. Now my showing was the first showing uh, when it ended, all the adults and the kids all cheered and clapped, and I thought it was adorable. Not my favorite, but I did laugh. Thought it was cute. A uh, couple reasons: I liked learning all the different emojis because um, you know they've been they're gradually adding some, and I myself have not caught up on what all emojis are yet, like what represents each. So I'm learning as I go, but I do think they're adorable. I like using emojis; they're really fun. Um, of course, I know the other argument people are saying it's just a big ad for emojis. Well. The other side of the argument, Devil's Advocates, Toy Story was the same. They were like a big ad for merchandise, and that that movie did amazing. So, hey. But, um, yeah, emoji, the Emoji movie I thought was cute with all the different emojis, personalities. And the other aspect, probably because of my full-time job, you know, working for, like, IT clients and stuff, I thought it was really adorable how they used IT aspects. Like, for example, they traveled to the cloud and they traveled through a firewall and they play that fireball song by Pitbull. I thought, <laughs> I just thought it was so cute. But um, I do see, you know, how people are saying it's a mixture of different movies. Like, one movie they didn't mention that I think they used, I know a lot of people are saying, oh, it was like Inside Out and um, Toy Story, you know, inspiration and stuff. But this one, uh, 
one part, you'll know what I'm talking about, the twist to the story. When you see the movie, I'll just say Wreck-It Ralph. They definitely <laughs> stole that concept from Wreck-It Ralph. Sorry to say, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I wish it had been more original because that was too predictable. But it was still really cute. So I don't know. I'd just say like either hmm, go to the matinee. Don't spend too much money on it because it's a cute movie, but not the best movie. But then your kids, if your kids love it, like a lot of parents, grandparents have said, it's worth the cost if, you know, you make the kids happy, right? It's all about the kids, except that I'm not a kid and oh, I'm a kid at heart, but I liked it. <laughs> so I would say maybe either go to the matinee time um so, you know, if you don't like it, you're not too disappointed. But then if your kids go, then they'll probably love it. Or, like, wait till it's, like, at the Dollar Theater or Netflix. <laughs> but your kids probably want to see it. They've seen the commercial for it. It's so cute. Um, What else? Valerian, I mentioned. Opening, ending scene were good. The rest of the movie so boring, slow. That one's got mixed reviews, really mixed reviews. People, people I know, it's mixed reviews. Half like it, half hated it. Um, I'm kind of in between, so I like just part of it. <laughs> mm. What's another movie, y'all? Um, give me some time here. Again, if you want to call in, help me out, share your own thoughts on summer movies and reviews. Uh, let me know what's the best movie you've seen and the worst movie you've seen each so far this summer. Uh, call into the show here, the Coffee Talk with Shell at 323-642-1556. Again, 323-652-1... I'm sorry, I said the phone number wrong. Let me start over. 323 is the area code, 642-1556. Once again, call 323-642-1556. Discuss summer movie reviews, including Dunkirk, The Emoji Movie, Valerian, Spider-Man Homecoming, Wonder Woman, and more. All right. And you can message me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC as well. In the meantime, let's play a song because I have that throbbing tooth pain again. So, oh, <laughs> I've never eaten so much soft foods in my life. Oh, my gosh. Pudding galore, y'all. Jello and pudding. Oh. And in the meantime, here is, hmm. Here is, you know what, actually, let's switch gears and go to a different compilation of past snippet interviews with some music compilation. Enjoy. Who's calling in from where? Hello, this is Ross from Los Angeles. Hi, Ross, how are you doing? Is this really Ross? No one can call in and pretend to be me because this this voice is an instrument (laughs) and a gift. I don't know if it's rep- you'd have to find a very, very brave woman to replicate this voice. Would you still love me if I was the only, not leaving you lonely? Thank you, everyone listening, and to you, Shell, for watching it. It just means the world to me. And so you said time to call Shell. So I'm so glad you picked awesome. up, and a hi to everyone listening. You think that you know me, so why don't you show me who I am to you? Hey. Uh, oh, I'm going to be among the dying. I'm clouded by mystery. We could make history. I'll teach you a thing. They weren't spending their time there, you know, feeling sorry for themselves. And would you believe me? No, we've been 
they were laughing, they were enjoying their time. Everyone that I ever talked to was so inspiring to me. Upcoming artist, and her name is Bean. I am here, Shell. Thank you so much for having me. And on a show like this where I get to talk live and it goes through like a radio on the internet. It's so cool to me. I was like, whoa, this is amazing. Mom told me, she was like, whenever you came out of the womb, you, you came out singing hallelujah. So being able to finally release music to the public, it's like the most freeing feeling ever. You wanted to shave your head, and I was like, don't you dare. I know. You and your stepfather wanted to shave your head. I said, don't you dare shave your head. (laughs) I would have, and that's why I came up with the pink wig idea. And then I was like, oh, no. The video that you made with the pink wig on. Her name is Grace Doe Bush. My favorite books of all time now is called Perusing, Crafts and Art Section. Uh, hey, hey, I'm, hello? Hello? Sorry, sorry about that. I clicked the wrong button. Is this Jesse again from Long Island calling in? Yeah, I'm so sorry. My phone disconnected before. Oh, that's um, okay. We were I, talking about Spider-Man Homecoming. Go on. I said, it just dragged a little too much to me, and I didn't like the fact that Flash... Was the kid on his debate team? I don't know. I don't like the way they portrayed it. I, as, as a comic book fan growing up, you know. You know, I heard that it's not. A lot of these movies are not really true to the comic books. Do you feel that's the way in this case, in Spider-Man: Homecoming movie? Well, especially for this one. I mean, really? <laughs> How's it different? I'm still learning. <laughs> Well, they well they didn't even touch on Uncle Ben's death. Um, mm. Aunt May is not supposed to be a hot to Mar- Marissa Tomei. <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right. Uh, I don't know. It, it, I I love the first original Spider-Man. I love the first. That's my favorite one. That was, that one to me was so magical because that's like the first official comic book movie I remember seeing, and and like the whole trend yeah, started, you that know. One was uh-huh. great. That it was one was magical. Great. Toby McGuire, yeah. <laughs> and Dark Knight just took it to another level. Yeah, you mentioned um, that earlier. You really like the Dark Knight. Is that your favorite movie? Uh, top five movies. I think it's my best, uh, my favorite performance. Mm, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I mean that definitely is a good movie. Well, Heath Ledger won an Oscar for that. Wow. That's right. Uh, yeah, I mean he rest in peace. Did you see the uh the new documentary movie about him? I haven't yet. No, I haven't. No, hmm. I haven't. Yeah. But what I really want to see is, is, is it only comic book movies or is it just summer movies in general? Oh no! People, um, so, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, people are saying Detroit is brown, mm-hmm. People saying that Detroit is groundbreaking. Which one? Detroit. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. I have. Oh my goodness! Every almost every time I've gone to the theater, they have shown the trailer for for Detroit, and it looks so good. And 
I'm like, yeah, I mean, with, you know, I think history repeats itself so sadly to say, and I see that trailer each time I cringe thinking what's all been happening lately and especially in America and, and, and I see that and I'm like, oh my goodness, but I definitely want to see that. Yeah. I've heard really good reviews on that too. I've not seen it yet. Uh Oh, did your call drop? Oh, there you are. (laughs) No, no, I just put myself on mute. (laughs) When, um, I, I watched one critic that said that it's the best movie of the year. Oh, wow. Now, Dunkirk, I saw, was really good. Wonder Woman, my favorite, and Dunkirk, my second favorite. Oh, my goodness. I saw Dunkirk just yesterday. What, what's it, Dunkirk so about? Good. Ooh, where do I start? It's a true story. Um, I'm not the best at history or explaining this because there's, there's a lot of aspects to the story, but basically... It's it's like um, I guess French and British and a few others, uh, mostly French and British allies, coming together and trying to to survive, um, you know, while they're being uh, attacked. And um, there's a few others, I think, like Belgian soldiers, a few of them, but mostly it's mostly focusing on the French and British. And it's different branches of military. It's not just like army on the ground. There's also like air force and and marine, and they take like these civilian. Um, boats even to try to rescue these soldiers i mean it's all about survival of the fittest basically and it's a true story you should look on wikipedia it's an amazing story battle of dunkirk and um yeah and i think it said i think in the end i looked it up after the movie because i wanted to learn more facts about it and i think it said like there were eight hundred thousand altogether or you know roundabout and only half like four hundred thousand survived and mostly soldiers, but I think a thousand or so of those were civilians that unfortunately died, excuse me, too, in crossfire. But it just, it basically focuses on um, showing how they survive and, you know, and then like when they come back home, they, they kind of imply like these soldiers don't feel like they, they don't feel like they were heroes because they don't feel like they won the war. They feel like they just survived. Wow, and, that's didn't, crazy. and they treat that's them crazy. like heroes. Yeah, it, it, it's amazing to see. It's just amazing to see the aspects, different aspects of what the different military branches and how they how they do survive. You know, of course, they take a few characters. Mostly they focus on, uh, including Harry Styles, who I was just so impressed. Such a good actor. His, this well, was his acting was You know, Harry Styles from One Direction. Well, he used to be in One Direction. <laughs> now now, oh, he's, now he's taking his own direction. Ha, ha, ha. You yeah, know, Harry Styles. You know what's so funny? You know, you know who... Um, you know, like like a pop star that like uh, that I really got amazed by on his acting ability uh, was Justin Timberlake in Alpha Dog. You know, I love that movie. I love Justin Timberlake in movies. He's actually one of my favorite <laughs> actors. I prefer to watch movies with him he's in good. them. I will rent those or get them on Netflix easily if I know he's in it. Yeah, I, that, that's actually a really good movie. Uh, Alpha that's yeah, it's. It's a it's a really underrated movie, especially when when you know the whole history about it. That it's actually a true story, mm-hmm. and you know you feel bad for the kid because that was a true story. You know, definitely. Actually, uh, but um, yeah, I heard Detroit. I heard Detroit was one of the best movies of the year. Her Baby Driver is really good. I got to see that. Oh, one. is it? I haven't. Yeah, I don't know much about Baby Driver. Detroit, I could definitely see that being up for nominations and all. Eight point seven on IMDb. Um, I like the Tupac oh. movie a lot. All eyes oh, on I haven't seen that yet either. Hmm. I've seen the Emoji I, movie. That's a lot to be. 
uh-huh. desired for it. The, the Tupac movie left a lot to be desired for. Like growing up in that, hmm. in that era, like it left out the the part where he got shot five times, which was like a crucial part. But, well, yeah, <laughs> that is crucial. You know, mm. um, I mean, they mention it, but they mm-hmm. just leave out the scene. You, they do that in like, they they don't show a lot of gory stuff in Dunkirk. They just kind of it's just kind of implied, basically, <laughs> which is surprising for a military with, movie. Uh, wasn't that the same with uh, Jarhead? And that's I how like Jarhead. Like Jarhead that much. Yeah. No, but, but see, that, that's, that's why a lot of people work out let down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's done tastefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My my but, favorite but, movie of all time mm-hmm. has to be Remember the Titans. Oh, oh, we are the Titans, the mighty, mighty Titans. <laughs> I do that cheer all the time. <laughs> That's one of my all-time favorite movies, too. Oh, you got me on that one. <laughs> I love that movie, I how they come that. together. Oh, oh I my goodness, just, from the beginning to the end of the remake. watch it any time. Oh, yes, we um, are the <laughs> Titans. Wood Harris is one of my favorite actors. Wood Harris is, you know who Wood Harris is. Yes. He plays uh, Julius Campbell in that movie. Yes. He's, he's a very good actor. I mean, he was in Paid to Fool and he's Avon in The Wire. Mm hmm. Yeah, that, that's one of my favorites. I've seen all those. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's awesome. Now you got me wanting to watch that movie again. I that's that's definitely a movie I could watch on repeat, no problem. Oh my goodness, true story and all, man. Remember the time, definitely, definitely. Mm-mm-mm. Oh that's no, when, nice when, um, that's the only movie that could make me cry. When, when, <laughs> oh when yeah. In the car accident, so. Yeah, the car accident. Yeah, I I I didn't cry till the end. The funeral scene made me cry at the end. <laughs> Yeah, the car accident was so sad. It was a tearjerker. Mm. It was a tearjerker. Uh, Very Ethan, much. Uh, Ethan Suffley does it. And Denzel just does a Oh, job. I could listen to Denzel talk all day. <laughs> he has the nicest voice. Him and, can, I, oh. can I ask you about the Oscars last year? Go ahead. I'll I'll try my best. <laughs> In my hard hearts, I really believe La La Land deserved it over Moonlight. And I saw both movies. <laughs> I it's not <laughs> I I uh Moonlight I don't know, it wasn't that what was so groundbreaking about it is because it was a black uh, gay guy. <laughs> like it it was kinda like it was a little boring at parts, no? Or am I mm-hmm. the only one? No, I've seen both. Maybe. I've seen well. I saw both on Netflix. I I actually went after the award show and actually got Moonlight first, and then as soon as it got on Netflix, and I just watched La La Land yesterday at home because I had that root canal surgery Friday, so I've been watching movies galore lately. And, and La La Land, <laughs> and La La Land is the better movie. I honestly think they're no? both equal. I I. Yeah, you you want to know the honest truth? What I feel about that awards show? I don't understand why the Star Wars movie wasn't even nominated. Hey, that's a great point too. But you know, you got <laughs> that's what I wanted. Like, well, it, it, you know, it's so funny about that because I took like um 
I filmed my literature class in high school and stuff. And I remember when I was a little kid, I always used to get into the Oscars and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they always bothered me that Dumb and Dumber was never nominated for an Oscar. Because that's a, <laughs> I love that movie. I love Dumb and Dumber. I thought it was. But I I also used to watch the award shows. I was like 11 year old watching the award shows. I was a weirdo. <laughs> That's so, not weird. I think that's awesome. <laughs> so uh, I was like, I asked my teacher. I said, why do, Why doesn't like Jim Carrey get nominated for Dumb and Dumber? And, and he deserved the Truman Show nomination at least. And I was like, and then my teacher said, because not everybody can relate. Um, not everybody can relate to laughter. But everybody can relate to pain. Oh wow, that's deep. That's a profound statement. That's a that's a really interesting point. Wow, and I was like, insightful. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Yeah. I no, like, I should have oh, thought wow. about that. I used to volunteer teach grief recovery classes. I I totally get that point. I never thought it that way, but that's yeah, that's sad but true. That makes sense. But then. It's kind of ironic because, like, me, I've done stand-up comedy and stuff, and it's so true. And the stand-up world will tell you that, you know, a lot of times uh, comedy comes from tragedy. So it's kind of a, <laughs> kind yeah. of an ironic from twist. <laughs> every, every comedian says that. It's true. We all have gone through some tragedy that's led us to comedy. You know, it's an outlet. So it's funny that your teacher would say that, that it's true everyone can relate to pain, but then from tragedy does come comedy, like Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Oh, that, but it, I, that's another movie I could watch over and over. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. I love them. I, Jim Carrey was my favorite actor of all time. Um, Jim Jim Carrey, my favorite favorite actor. Charlie Kaufman, my favorite writer. And Oliver Stone is my favorite director. If that makes sense. <laughs> It does. It does. Hans Zimmer's my favorite movie uh, music movie person. What do you call it? Like the music director, musician, comp- composer, I guess, for movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Shonda Rhimes yeah. my favorite writer, but she doesn't do movies, I don't think. She's a Grey's Anatomy. Who's that? I love that show because she's the best writer. Sh- Shonda Rhimes, oh, the I writer mean, of Grey's Anatomy. I don't watch that, I don't watch oh, that show. No. Love her. Is it good? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I've watched it from day one for years now. Yeah. The new season will probably start in the fall if you want to give it a try. But I just, that's that's really when I started learning a little more about the writing side was because of Grey's Anatomy and I learned about Shonda Rhimes. You watch Orange is the New Black? I'm sorry? Do you watch Orange is the New Black? I love that show. I only watched like the first two episodes when it first came out on Netflix, and I did not like oh, it can't at get all. Into it? Yeah, I yeah. do not like that crude humor at all. I don't. You I don't, It's weird. I can watch Dumb and Dumber, but I can't watch The Orange Is New Black. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny? Um, sometimes that just happens. Like if you watch, um, like I remember I saw the first episode of The Wire, and I didn't like it. I, I don't know what it was. I just didn't like it. And then years later, my friend got me to watch like five episodes in a row, mm-hmm. and I got addicted. <laughs> <laughs> it grew on you. <laughs> Funny. 
Yeah, it just, you know, I just thought it was boring the first time, but, you know, it's not TV, it's HBO. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Don't you love it when you ask someone, or someone tells you they don't watch TV, and I'm always, I always have the comeback, yeah, you do. They always say no, like, no, I don't watch TV, I never watch TV, yeah, you do. It it may not be called TV, it's called Netflix, or HBO, (laughs) or YouTube, it's like watching TV, basically. (laughs) That's just the new version of called watching TV these days. (laughs) Cracks me up. Well, 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 sitcoms kind of dr- drove themselves into the ground. I think the new, the new thing, except for like it's the Big Bang Theory, the Big Bang Theory. Um, mm-hmm. I love. Me too. Sheldon's the best. <laughs> I don't want to see that I new one that though. New, I, 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 I was. I was oh, saying the same thing. Great minds think alike. I know. I saw the commercial for it. I, I was like, that why new are they bothering? That is so cringeworthy. It's so cringeworthy. It's like I cringe too. <laughs> Young Sheldon. I was like, oh, I would not want to be that little actor on that show. I'm sorry. I think it's set up for failure. <laughs> I just, I just don't see the point of it. Like, why Wait, they It's like when I don't understand when Hollywood strikes gold that they feel the need to strike it again. Like, it's kind of like, I, yeah, stick with the formula. <laughs> <laughs> Don't change the yeah, form. <laughs> Which reminds me, they're changing Coke Zero, and I'm not happy about that either. <laughs> I love Coke Zero. Now they're going to change it up a little bit. They're going to change I the name and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you better try it before it changes. <laughs> I, rem- I do remember the um, vanilla vanilla Coke. Yeah. That's a good one, Vanilla Coke. They still make that here so in Texas. Do they? Yep, yep. I oh, can go to a local man. racetrack and get Vanilla Coke anytime. But you know what What was really fun? Um, I don't drink alcohol much, but when I was in college, my favorite drink was Zima. And they made it, like, I think they started making it, like, 1994, and they stopped making it 2004. Five, something weird like that and all of a sudden for July 4th they brought it back for like that weekend only <laughs> it was the weirdest thing oh, so crazy. I had to go buy some I know weird. how crazy is that I know right so I'm it's hoping cool, it was yeah. a test, test market idea to see if Zima is successful again they'll bring it back but then I don't really drink but then I'm like oh boy maybe they better not bring it back because then I'm going to want to drink some more <laughs> I love Zima it's so good did you, ever, did you ever have Zima uh, I'm not a big Zima drinking. I, I'm more of a Coors Light guy. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Zima's kind of like a, I would say it tastes kind of like a malt, malt liquor, but I don't know. They call it like a oh, okay, light okay. beer, but I think it's more like malt. But yeah, of course, like, I probably in college had almost every type of beer at least once back when I was younger. <laughs> what, 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 um, what's the most timeless movie of all time, you think? Ooh, that's a nice question. Ooh, uh, Forrest Gump could be one easily. Mm. Hmm. I got one. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> West Side Story. Oh, oh, you just made my heart melt. Oh, that's beautiful. That can always be a win-win as a movie or a musical. Always. <laughs> It's always good. I've never even even in high school the musical was good. I've never seen that story fail when it's produced. 
Yeah, that. It, 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 well, but you, but you know, the only, the the only thing that anybody could ever say negative about it, well, mm-hmm. not even negative, mm-hmm. is that it's a copy of Romeo and Juliet. Oh yeah, that's not negative. Everything's spinned off from somewhere, I guess, or spun off. But yeah, I can kind of see that. Right. Like the first okay. made the honeymooners. The honeymooners right. made uh. Uh, what, what what's the whole argument? Saying. Exactly. Uh, king queen, whatever. <laughs> like, everything goes back to. Yeah, it always goes back I, to so and so copy so and so. I was on um. Back in the day, I wanted to be in the spot. I'm sorry, am I ruining your show? <laughs> you can tell no, me to quit you're making it aw- No, no, you're making it awesome. No, no worries. You're, you it, it, go ahead. <laughs> oh, are you there? Did I lose you again? You said you remember. I, I remember back in the day, uh, I did an independent movie with uh, David Fumero. It was called Manhattanites, and he's on the show Power now. You watch the show oh, nice. Power with the people. Cool. How was that working with him? Uh, it was cool. We did the um, we did the movie. Manhattanites. Man, he was a real nice guy. He was on um, Days of Our Lives. Oh wow! And he played Very cool. Kirsten. But I only have one line to him. <laughs> but I have the DVD. And if you go on the Amazon, you could buy it. Uh huh. It's called Manhattanites. Manhattanites. Okay. I was say you say only one no. line, but in the movie world, that's a lot. That's more than most people. I mean, I'm not in the no, movie is very tough. Part. You should be proud. And then listen to this. I swear to God, true story. And then I used to work. Uh, I did a student film in an independent movie called Cloud Gate. Mm-hmm. And his first two acting appearances. His name was J. W. Cortez. Mm-hmm. I was like 23. He was like 38. He had just come out the military. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, he fought in Iraq and stuff. Mm, wow. Respect so, to him. Mm-hmm. I'm watching the TV show Gotham, mm-hmm. and he's Detective Alvarez on it. I watch Gotham. Are you serious? Penguin's my favorite. <laughs> That's the only time I read for the villains because of Penguin. <laughs> Such a good actor. I kid you not. You wow. Do you know Detective Alvarez? Yes, yes, I do know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, I love Gotham. J.W. Cortez. Wow. I, I, I wish I could have seen the look on your face you, when you're watching the show and saw saw him and you're like, what the heck? <laughs> He's on the show. No, That's listen, so cool. You, you, I know him. You right? two cloud gazing. Um, cloud gazing. J.W. Cortez. I'll give you J.W. Cortez movie trailer. Okay. I'll definitely do that later. That's awesome. And and it's, well, you know what's so funny? It is kind of like, oh, it's crazy. I know him. Mm-hmm. But it's also a little bit of jealousy. Like, oh, they made it out of it. Like, not jealousy like that, but it's kind of like, 
oh man, they got to that spot. <laughs> like, I feel like damn. that was stand up. I have stage fright. No, I think it's I think it's human nature for us to feel that little. It's not that you're not happy for him. Like you can I don't want to say jealous, but I feel like I'm like oh man, I'm not to that level yet. Oh man, but then I'm like you know each each of us have our own path. <laughs> you know, like that gig was meant for him, but something better is meant for you along the way. You know, you have gotta look at it like that too. Yeah. But I know I know that feeling well. <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> Just my yours was acting, mine's was stand up comedy. <laughs> it's always in the back of your mind, like it's kinda like it, it, like you said, like you don't feel bad on the other person. But you just kinda feel like um did you see you said you do stand up. I have, uh huh. I have. I have. Because I could talk about TV all day. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Did you see the HBO show Crash and Burn? No, I have not. I have not seen that. You have seen it? No, I have not seen Crash and Burn. <laughs> I watch a lot of stand up stuff. I was watching oh, um, the Netflix, the stand ups on Netflix, where it's like six different comedians, the thirty minute special stand up specials. I was watching, finished watching that today, actually. But, no, I have not seen Crash and Burn. I, I forgot his name. Oh, I forgot his name. It's an HBO show. It's called Crash and Burn. Uh-huh. And he's, like, he's a socially awkward, like, stand-up comedian. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I think it's, <laughs> I, Does he have stage fright? <laughs> like, he's nervous on stage and stuff. Really? <laughs> That's me. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> My I passion. God, I God. <laughs> no. And then he meets Artie Lang, and Artie Lang becomes a mentor to him. <laughs> it's, such a, <laughs> it's such a weird show, too. Like, like, he comes home, and his wife is doing some other guy and stuff. Oh, and no. She's like, so then he goes up on stage, and he goes, So I just walked into my wife doing another guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And then Artie Lang is like, he's talking to him outside. He was like, wow, bro, you're fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I got to look that up. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy. Wow. My goodness. It's so funny. Do you like Artie Lang? I love him. I do like him. I don't know a lot about him, but I mean, from what I've seen, I like him. Nothing against him. I just honestly don't know much about him. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, but I'll, I'll um, look it up. Crash and burn. I definitely have to watch more movies this year. Uh, but uh, Detroit is definitely on my list. Uh, I wonder if you're like then, me. Do you watch a lot of movies because you because that's your passion? Acting like I watch a lot of stand up because my passion stand up comedy. Is is that kind of your thing? Or not? My, you know, well, what I'm saying like people like you're always studying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, I know you. <laughs> I, um, but I haven't acted in ten years. I don't know. It's it's my addiction. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, watching movies, like watching movies and things. Like, if I if I talk to you and stuff, I'm always quoting like a TV show and stuff, and you'd be like. Bro, how much movies do you watch? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. 
<laughs> but um, I'm a big stand-up fan too. Yeah. Uh, I love. Cool. Uh, yeah. Who's your favorite? My favorite who? Stand-up. Oh, stand-up. Oh, sorry, my favorite comedian. Oh man. I could go on and on, but if I had to say, like, right here, right now, I always say Kevin Hart, first and foremost, current. Yo, I but swear then, to God, I was about to say Ke- right now, Kevin Hart. I, I love him God, so much, like, and people always react so weird when I tell them that. They don't expect me to say that for some weird reason. Don't know why, but I love him so much. Did you see him and Conan O'Brien at the gym? Yes. Yes, I did. That was hilarious. He was like, he was like "You want to know how to box with Kevin Hart?" He takes his hands up. I was rolling. I just, oh, I love how Kevin Hart thinks on the spot so quickly. He's so smart, so well, witty. He's naturally funny. He's just naturally. He is naturally funny. funny. You know what I do, too, to inspire myself, like trying to conquer the stage right as you get myself back to open mic night soon and all that? Um, I watch, especially Kevin Hart, but a few others, Chelsea Handler as well. I go back and I find their first open mics that people posted. And Kevin Hart, even his very first open mic night that's on video, if you look it up on YouTube, even the very first one, he was so funny. I mean, oh my goodness. You know, you think, oh, first one probably bomb. No, first time, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's improved, but even the very first time, time he was him. hilarious. <laughs> I remember the first time I seen him, seen him, I was on a plane ride back home. His stand-up. Mm-hmm. I've seen mm-hmm. him in movies and stuff. But, you know, when you're on a plane ride and you watch, I was I was in tears and my sister's like, Jesse, stop. Please stop. Calm down. You're embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing though when when he did the Chuck E. Cheese story with his kids. Yes. Oh my God, I was in tears. That's awesome. I, I, I swear to God, I was about to say Kevin Hart. I, I love Kevin Hart. Kevin. My favorite Santa back to the um. Of course, you know you're gonna learn today about his dad. You're gonna learn today, and then the horseback riding story. Where they where he's with his kids and friends and they watch him riding the horse from behind. He had like a bag for himself with the horse and the horseback riding. You know who you know who's uh, great? Don't amazing. kill me when I say this. Bill Cosby. Oh, Bill no, Cosby I mean, himself yeah. one of the yeah. stand up. Uh, I could totally see Eddie that. Murphy Wall. Old school. Eddie Murphy, yeah. Old school here. Richard Pryor. Oh man, Bush one of my favorite Wilder. movies. What was it called with Gene Wilder and him? Um, oh my uh, gosh, I'm uh, see, no here, see no evil, mm-hmm. hear no evil. Right. <laughs> I know what movie you're talking about, right? Am I right? Or am right. I? No, that's right. I see I no evil, right. hear no evil. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so funny. When when one one's blind and one's deaf. Yeah, that was hysterical. Uh, <laughs> George George Carlin. Oh, I can't uh, get into his. I just mm-mm. no. <laughs> mm-mm. I just I well, try. Well, let me I ask just... you this: Are you religious? Are you religious? Uh, I'm. Because maybe I'm that's the reason why. <laughs> no, I, honestly, that part doesn't bother me. I I, don't, I like C. Uh, what's his name? C. K. Lewis? Or no, I'm not saying his name right, am I? Louis C. K. Louis C.K. I was like, it doesn't sound right. Louis C.K. I used to watch his reality show because, like, when he performed for the troops, my my nephew was in Afghanistan. So, ironically, I actually saw my nephew in Afghanistan on 
Louis C.K.'s reality show while he was performing for the troops. So that's why I started watching his stuff. And I actually like his comedy. And and he's kind of like that. But George Carlin, I just I just can't get into it. I don't know why. But that honestly, the religion thing doesn't bother me. I'm neutral about that. I mean, I believe in God, but I'm I, non-denominational. I listen to all comedians. Well, really. are you um like do you get offended by like homophobic jokes and stuff like that? Mm, yeah, that could be. That, that could be part of it, probably. Because I, I remember that one of his jokes is like, "What do you call a?" Uh... <laughs> I forgot what I forgot what the joke is. What's a Tropicana fruit? A cocksucker from Guatemala. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, that's kind of play on words. Okay. Yeah, maybe that's why. That, that <laughs> turns you off. That. That, that might be why I don't like George Carlin's stuff. <laughs> but yeah, Louis C.K. doesn't bother me. But that's yeah, funny, George Carlin. And I like Tracy Morgan. Oh, Tracy Morgan got in big trouble for a while, you know, years ago, and I like him. <laughs> He's pretty funny. I hate the PC shit. I really hate. Oh, do you like Bill Maher? Not Bill Maher. Bill I Murray? like Bill Maher, by the way. Yeah. No, no, no. What's his name? Bill Burr. Bill Burr. I haven't seen much of his stuff. I know who you're talking about. I haven't seen much of his stuff. You he's know who funny. I like that's a newer young guy that's kind of different? He mixes in music and comedy. Is that Bo Burnham guy. <laughs> I like him. He's good. He's, he's really, really good. good. He's really good. And Neil Brennan remember the three the, mics um, special. Oh my gosh, amazing! You remember the Showtime show, um, the Green Room with Paul Ferenzo? No, <laughs> no, I don't remember that. It was a Showtime show where they where they only allow comedians to talk. And really? they have like four or five. Four, yeah, the Green Room. And, oh, and, okay. Um, Interesting. It was like an open platform for comedians, mm. and they would go back and forth. You know who I love? Hmm. <laughs> he's an acquired taste, so you might not like him. Okay. Doug Stanhope. I haven't seen much. I know who he is, too. See, there's just so many out there. I've seen a little bit of his, his acts, but not much. I, I, a little love bit. A I know he's pretty popular, though. Doug Stanhope's very popular. He, well, because the thing with him is he speaks truth. He he speaks real shit. He's like he's like yeah. everybody telling me, oh, I gotta watch my drinking. Wow. And then they, I'd be like, isn't I aren't I fu- more funny when I drink? And they're like, yeah, I'll give you that. You are. More <laughs> 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 All right, so quit drinking tomorrow, not today. <laughs> like, quit drinking you tomorrow. Crazy. <laughs> That's cute. Unless they bring back Zima. He's great. <laughs> he's great. I uh Jamie Foxx. Oh, did you see Jamie Foxx? I like Jamie Foxx. He's from here. Oh yeah, I've seen all his. He's from here. Uh, I don't know if it's still true. Years ago, I heard his um, from Dallas Fort Worth area in Texas, and years ago, I was told his mom still lived in the same house because she was so humble that <laughs> she didn't want like big house. Now, I don't know if that's still Eddie true. Murphy day, went to, um, Jamie Eddie Fox Murphy and Jim Bull. Eddie, Eddie Eddie Murphy and Jim Burrow went to Nassau Community College. Really? Wow. Yeah, and and Jim Brewer, uh, my my acting teacher, um, used to hate Jim Brewer 
posted a video of his today. I posted the uh, the alcohol, the stomach, and the part. Uh, yeah, the party and the stomach with I, the alcohol. I, I love Jim Brewer. By Jim Brewer. I, I posted that on my Facebook. It came up on my Facebook memories actually from several years ago, and I reposted it, reshared it. My acting teacher, my acting teacher in Nassau used to hate him. Really? Yeah, because he, he would do the go, the goat boy all day. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness! How funny. And it was like, it, it, uh, he was a great teacher, though. Mm-hmm. Like, when he came in, he was like, i never seen that before. He came in, and he was like, how do you know I'm the teacher? And we're like, well, you know, you, you stood there. And he's like, just because I stand here? And he <laughs> had us really thinking that he wasn't the teacher. <laughs> oh, wow. Funny. And he was like. He was like, that's the acting for you. But he hated Jim Brewer. He hated Jim Brewer. Because uh, <laughs> uh, Jim Brewer always used to do the, the, go, the go boy when uh-huh. he went there. Oh, funny. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. What what movies are you looking most forward to coming up? Uh, really at Christmas time, um, there's two. The uh, Jumanji movie and the other one I can't remember the name of it the, the stepdads or stepdad movie or uh, I like that one Mark Wahlberg and Mark Wahlberg yes yes and they're oh, and then they, really they added the two fun. older characters uh, what's his name Mel Gibson plays one of their dads <laughs> oh I can't well, wait because the first wait. one looks so good I I love when somebody does ballsy acting choices mm-hmm. like. Nobody really wants to hire Mel Gibson right now. And, and for a comedy, nonetheless, not a drama. <laughs> Braveheart's one of my favorite movies all the time. I saw five times in the theater. <laughs> Love Mel Gibson. Braveheart and and the more and um army movie he did too. Oh, I don't remember the name. I know what, what you're talking about. I don't remember Dash the name. Dash hmm. Hartman was in there, right? Wasn't he? I think so. Hmm. Yeah, I love that yeah, movie too. I do think that's Clay's gonna do a comedy. <laughs> I think he, but just like you have to give the studio some credit too, mm-hmm. because everybody in Hollywood is dogging him and stuff. Aww. And to put him in a in a major motion picture and stuff, which actually attracts the audience that you want to even see it more, kind of. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I love True. that. I I love that kind of move. You know, I love that yeah. kind of move. And jo- and John Lithgow plays. Uh, John Lithgow plays uh, Will Ferrell's father, right? See, that's why I couldn't remember the other guys. That hit the name. I could. I just remember Mel Gibson. John Lithgow, <laughs> I couldn't remember yeah. the other guy's name. I recognize him like from he other is. movies, but I didn't know his actor name. Yeah, he's from uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Mm-hmm. That's another great actor. John Lithgow. Mm-hmm. Um, he's from Third Rock from the Sun. He's from uh, Dexter. He played the bad guy in Dexter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he played the bad guy in Ricochet. And uh, he was in a new comedy show called Trial and Error, too. Cool. I told you, I could go back and forth with you movies all day. <laughs> 
that's awesome. That's how I feel like music, stand up, especially stand up. But yeah, I'm not a lot. I grew up playing music, but music. I'm not a musician. Like I wish I could sing or whatever, but music, like uh, you're talking about how you quote movies, like when you're talking to your friends and stuff, that's how I am with music, yeah. like lyrics from songs. <laughs> like half the time I, in, in my Facebook with my friends, I just put a song as a reply. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. It is awesome. Yeah. Uh, what you want to call it? I remember, um, I'm like, I was talking to uh, a therapist one time. <laughs> I want, I want to see a therapist. Mhm. Don't we all? <laughs> I think he goes. I'm like, I feel like Tony Soprano in that episode. Uh, and he goes, I feel like King Midas in reverse. Everything I touch starts to shit. And he goes, How much movie do you watch? <laughs> <laughs> Funny. And I was like, you know what? I don't know. I just have it in my memory bank. <laughs> you know what it is? Because it was like, I feel like friends. I, I talk to him a lot of girls. I'll be like, I feel like friends with Ross and Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> and then one day he's like, How much TV do you watch? <laughs> and just, just bugged him out. That's hilarious. Very funny. Well, I really appreciate you calling in. I've really enjoyed this time with you on air and all your thoughts and insight. And I, I hope you'll keep tuning in too, Jesse from Long Island. <laughs> just, just remember oh, to when, when, uh, when are you on Central Time. Yeah, Sunday nights. Wait, you're on East Coast, so you'd be. Uh, the show starts at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on the East Coast, and it lasts for two hours. So I hope, I hope you'll keep tuning in and calling in and one, saying hi. One more Thank you so much I for leave. being a part of the show tonight. One more before I leave. Oh yeah, go ahead. My 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 favorite movie scene of all time. <laughs> okay. Jerry Jerry McGuire, you had me at hello. Oh nice. That's the timeless one right there for in, sure. <laughs> when he walked in, he's like, "You had me at hello," and I love Renee Zellweger too. Yeah, uh, Bridget Jones, she's good. Very good. Uh, but when he walked in and, and delivered that speech. Mhm. I don't know. Something just got me there. Music. Aww. <laughs> Tug streams. I can hear that. Yeah. You had me at hello. Yeah, Jerry Maguire is definitely timeless. Timeless movie. The the guy that, um, that kind of ties in back into stand-up. My last thought for you on that. Uh, the guy that fires him is named Jay Moore. Before the movie came out, only a few months, maybe two, oh. three months before Jerry Maguire came out, I go to the stand-up show. A, a comedian named Jay Moore it's his whole show, and he says, I think I'm about to make it in big time, but I can't say why. Three months later, go theater. There he is on the big screen firing. He's the that's actor firing crazy. Jerry McGuire. I was like, that's what he was talking I heard about. He, I heard he's a dick in real life. He's what? Oh, a I jerk in real, a dick in real life? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. That was before the movie came out. He was nice when I saw him. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Wow. I hope he's not. I know. I Robin Williams stole a joke from him. Really? Mm. Yeah, Christopher uh, Christopher Walken story. Uh huh. Yeah. So Christopher uh, Walken a stole a joke from Jay Moore, or, or make sure I get understand no, no, clearly. No, no, it was Christopher. No. It was um, Jay Moore did an impression of Christopher Walken talking about a cat. Okay. And I think I think Robin Williams just. 
change the the animal to like a dog or something. Oh, it's weird. interesting. It's on YouTube, yeah. Yeah, I'll look that up later. Yeah, my favorite podcast, you should check it out. It's called School of Laughs, uh, schoolofwrath.com, and there's a whole episode on there all about how that whole comedian stealing jokes started and the pattern and the cycle. It's really interesting. It goes way back, but yeah, it, it, it definitely would explain that whole cause effect there. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. Right. Well, thanks again, oh, Jesse. Thanks for, uh, it was great talking to you. Thank you so you much too. for having me on. Oh, anytime. Thank you so much for being part of the show. I enjoyed enjoyed the talk very much. Thank you. Have a great night. Don't forget Sunday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern time. (laughs) All right. Good night, Jesse from Long Island. So, again, that was Jesse from Long Island. I really appreciate him calling in. That was a really fun conversation. It definitely helped me feel better, get in the groove of things. He has, I forgot to tell him, well, I did mention I had root canal surgery to him, so I don't know if he realizes how much he helped me since my friend didn't want to co-host that he really helped me being part of the show and sharing his thoughts. So Jesse, thank you. You're my lifesaver tonight. You have no idea how much that really did mean to me. So thank you. Thank you. We still got 35 minutes to go. So I just wanted to make sure I had the switchboard open in case anyone else wants to call in and say hello and share their thoughts. But again, thank you, Jesse from Long Island. Greatly appreciate you. Uh, You can call into the show at 323-642-1556. Again, that number is 323-642-1556, or message me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. In the meantime, I'm going to play a song and be looking for your calls uh, and messages and talking about movie reviews. Um, so, or anything else you want to just call in. That's that's kind of the fun part of the show. That's why I like the tagline. It's not just Coffee Talk with Chell, but the tagline where there's always bright in life, because that happens all the time. That's part of the fun of the show is, we start with one topic, and many times we go into others. Like you saw, we kind of went from movie reviews, summer movie reviews, to older movies, to stamp comedy, and a little music topic, too. So much fun. Um, so, again, call and say hello, share your, your thoughts, summer movie reviews, or what have you. And in the meantime, I hope you enjoy this next song. Let me find it here, called Glamour Zombie by Brandon Hilton. Actually, I'm going to change it. I'm going to play Daddy by Brandon Hilton instead. I haven't played this one in a while. Enjoy.
Again, that was Stay Awa by Bean. So I'm going to go over to Twitter and read some comments about Game of Thrones and also Ballers, because Ballers I do watch. That has my favorite actor, Omar Miller. Shout out to him. And uh, say hi to him on Twitter, y'all. Omar Miller on Twitter. And let's see here. So let's go. Uh, H, definitely the hype on Sunday nights, just so y'all know. There's another show I always forget the name of. It's a newer show that I've never watched. I forget the name of it, but... I know Ballers because I watch it, and I hear all about Game of Thrones because all my family friends watch it. I'm like the only one I know that does not watch Game of Thrones, but that's okay to each their own. So let me go on Twitter and just read a few of these reviews on each of these shows, but I'll keep watching that switchboard too. Again, if you want to call in and talk about Ballers or Game of Thrones, the episodes tonight, review them, and or uh, movie summer movie reviews, that switchboard number once again, 323-642-1556. Too bad it doesn't rhyme. I could sing it better. Let's see. Uh, 323-642-1556. Yeah, it does not rhyme. Uh, sometimes I sing it, it helps me remember it better, but it's not working. <laughs> All right. And you can also message me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. Still got about half an hour to go. Plenty of time to call into the show and speak your mind. So... Again, let's go over to Twitter, read a few of these uh, about Game of Thrones. We'll start with, okay, Straight G Grandma, Kenny D 79 on Twitter, posted, oh, nice, some picture of the uh, grandma character, cute. Uh, Ivor Coron M on Twitter wrote, Queen of Thrones still has the best bars of Game of Thrones, even as she makes her exit. A true OG to the end. Hashtag Dem Thrones, hashtag Thrones Y'all, hashtag No Confederate, with a little gif of this guy crying. Uh, M. Valchakin wrote, You want to know how to die like a straight up G? Ask Olena Tyrell. Hashtag GOT Game of Thrones. And Ross Matthews, known as Hello Ross on Twitter, say hey to him. He's the whole reason why I even started this this podcast, this talk show in the first place. Love him so much, dearly, as he knows. He wrote on Twitter, Great Snow and the Mother of Dragons. Can they date or are they related? Does it matter? Please help. <laughs> Hashtag GOT. Very cute. All right. Now let's switch gears for a minute and read a few ballers reviews. All right. I'm recording that, so I'll definitely be watching Ballers after I wrap up here before I go to bed tonight. All right. Okay, let's see here. Let's see. Ah, I don't think I put I don't think I put the topic in correctly. Like how do I? Because I'm I'm finding all kinds of other topics like basketball. You know, sports balls, not the ballers. HBO. <laughs> okay, okay. Brown Park Prods wrote, "Ricky, get the hell away from the table." Hashtag ballers. Hashtag no Confederate. Okay. Okay, let me try this again. Let me see if I can get this one better. Try to narrow down the topic better. Uh, Unreal Monster Jam Stunt by The Rock and Ballers just now, 21 seconds ago. D underscore Ozer wrote. Very cool. 
30 minutes is not enough per episode, Ballers HBO. Uh, DJ Witt wrote, they referenced the Miami Dolphins, so I'm forced to watch. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, let's see who wrote that. H-O-U-T-Z, Houts. Josh Houts on Twitter wrote that. Retweet y'all's tweets that I read. Very cute. Gambling is such a filthy habit. SMH, like shaking my head. Hashtag Ballers HBO, because uh, apparently there's gambling in the episode tonight. Uh, Rel2 True tweeted. Awesome. Santana Raymond wrote that Ballers HBO needs to be a full hour. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I, I could totally see it being even better as an hour show because, I mean, you kind of get, like, deep into a storyline on the show. Well, there's usually two or three storylines, but one main storyline with a few side ones, and 30 minutes is so quick. So, yeah, I could definitely see that. We can't trust Ricky. He's still putting out, so you know he's going to lose his money. <laughs> Say at 61 wrote <laughs> about Ballers on HBO's episode tonight. All right. So we still got 22 minutes to go. Play another song. Having that little throbbing, awful sensation again from the root canal. <clears throat> Excuse me. And th- a huge thanks again to Jesse from Long Island, keeping me company for over an hour tonight. He helped me out more than he realizes. So thank you so much for being a part of the show tonight. It's always fun when you have a listener call in and, and um, you know, end up having a great conversation. It's really cool. Love meeting different people. It's what makes the world go around, right? All right. Um, and diversity is a beautiful thing. So, in the meantime, let me remind you the phone number, switchboard number again. If you want to call in and discuss Game of Thrones or followers on HBO and or movie re- summer movie reviews, that is. 323-642-1556. Again, 323-642-1556. Oh, and let me read my friend Tommy Lanier's uh, Facebook friend's movie reviews. He wrote a couple. He wrote, Wonder Woman was good. The whole move, movie, not once she was called that she was a princess. And the movie was left wide open. Oh, that's interesting insight there. Okay. I think he's saying the movie is really good and that he noticed that during the whole movie, not once was she called a princess and the movie is left wide open. I guess like for a sequel. Yeah, definitely was open for a sequel at the end, wasn't it? Purposely, I'm sure. And then there was another review he wrote earlier. I don't know if I can find it now about, I think he wrote something about Spider-Man Homecoming, actually. He wrote Spider-Man Homecoming was a good movie surprise twist on the story. Very cool. Thanks, Tommy. Tommy Lanier, my Facebook friend. Appreciate that insight regarding Wonder Woman and Spider-Man Homecoming movies. Cool. Okay. Again, you can message me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC or call into the show at 323-642-1556 and talk about summer movies or uh, Game of Thrones or uh, Ballers on HBO the episodes tonight. And in the meantime, let me find another song to play for y'all. And I'll keep watching that switchboard. Call in and help me out. Save my throbbing pain. Oh, gosh. Let me get some more ice pack. All right. Um, in the meantime, here is... Oh, I definitely don't want to forget to play this song. It's important. I try to always play it. It's my song and dedication to all the military and veterans and their loved ones. And and those and we've lost who've served. It's called Time to Go Home by Michael Frontier Spearhead and a special dedication, extra special to the unit that was from Fort Campbell that 
was stationed in Afghanistan that listened to my show, and unfortunately, half uh, about half of them passed away, killed in action, including their own captain that introduced my talk show to them. So this is for all of you. Time to go home by Michael Franti and Spearhead. Those who start wars Never fight them Those who fight wars They never like them
So once again, that was Time to Go Home by Michael Franti and Spearhead. And again, I want to dedicate that to the military and veterans and all their loved ones. And it's just a tradition I've, I've done for a long time, even before the show was on hiatus. So I try to just kind of reel that in as a reminder that they're truly appreciated and and missed and can't thank each of you enough for all you do and definitely miss the unit that used to listen to my show thinking of all of them those are still with us and those that are not oh um so we've got a little less than 15 minutes to go plenty of time to call in say hi again that number is 323-642-1556 again 323-642-1556 mostly talk about summer movie reviews but we switched gears a little bit added also uh, reviews regarding Ballers and Game of Thrones, as both those were uh, on HBO tonight, big topics on Twitter, I see, <laughs> and more. Um, but if you want to talk about some more movie reviews, too, including the Emoji Movie, Valerian, uh, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man Homecoming, or Dunkirk, um, feel free to call in on those as well. So again, 323-642-1556. And again, I would say, if I had to rate them, let me think a minute. The ones I've the movies I've seen so far this summer, I would say Dunkirk. No, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was my first favorite, but even that was still a little too long. And Dunkirk, my second favorite, also a little too long. Harry Styles' Catch-22, really cool to see him in it, but a little distraction just because kind of got sidetracked wondering, where's Harry Styles in each scene? But beautiful movie. Made me look up the historical event. I like that. It's a true story. Uh, Timepiece, beautiful military movie. Uh, the Emoji Movie. I'll say Emoji Movie. I'll rate third in my list here. Uh, emoji Movie, I rate third because it was really cute and funny. I like silly movies. Made me laugh a lot. Um, sad it didn't get better reviews, but I liked it. So, hey, I don't listen to the critics. Decide for yourself, but don't get mad at me if you go see it and you don't like it. So, again, just compromise matinee price time or wait for Netflix or something. <laughs> um, let me see. Spider-Man Homecoming, I'd rate fourth. It was really cute, but the first Spider-Man was most magical. Just can't beat that. Valerian, fifth and last of these movies I've seen because only the opening and ending scenes were good. And the rest of the time I was so bored. <laughs> so much potential. Mm-mm-mm. Bummer. All right. Uh, so that's, that's again, uh, Dunkirk, I'm sorry, Wonder Woman number one, Dunkirk number two, The Emoji Movie number three, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, I rate fourth, and Valerian in fifth and last place on my top five movies of the movies I've seen so far this summer. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, and don't forget, since we're winding down, to tune in to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety of life on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Central Time, and also... As I'm getting back in the groove of things, I hope you'll message me your topic suggestions and or your guest requests. Now, those could be really anything and everything. I try to keep it family-friendly, clean, and all that have you. But uh, I am open to a variety of topics, as you can tell. I, you know, If you go back in the archives, also you can listen to Coffee Talk with Shell as a podcast on iTunes or go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Coffee Talk with Shell and listen to past shows. And you'll see there's a variety of uh, topics and interviews from book authors to movie actors to nonprofits to um, really a, a ton of different topics really you'll see what i mean go back uh do fun segments like open mic nights current events 
um, movie reviews like this. I do interviews, and I'm definitely interested in lining up some interviews soon. So again, if you're if you yourself are interested in being a guest or you know someone, uh, submit your guest request. I'll review all of them to you know make my decisions on um, coordinating some some interview slots uh, ahead in the near future. And topic suggestions as well. I'm open to that. Uh, the best way to do that is on Twitter. Message me at Coffee Talk WC, C O F F E E T A L K W C, on Twitter.com. Uh, message again, topic suggestions and guest request, and or. And uh, it can be either for yourself or someone you know. If you want to suggest nominate someone else you know, if you, whether you know personally or not, you're like, oh, this is my favorite celebrity. It'd be amazing. I won't show. You never know. I mean, I'm, I can't promise, but you never know. You <laughs> can always try. Um, so, yeah. So, guest requests and topic suggestions um, via Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. But also, you can join on Facebook.com, join the group called Coffee Talk with Shell. Just remember, Shell is spelled C H E L L E. And I hope, again, you'll keep tuning in Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Central Time to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always Friday in life. Still got a little under 10 minutes to go. I'm going to go ahead and play another song. Keep watching that switchboard as we wind down. But I definitely want to take a moment and just say thank you to each and every one of you so much from, from the past and the present, loyal listeners, talk show co-host and guest and all friends family all of you supporters you're amazing can't do it without you this has been an awesome journey that i hope to you know in between this three-year hiatus i'm now returning and hope to continue this journey it's just something i put on hold for a while but did never wanted to give up because i've met so many amazing people through hosting this show uh in the meantime hope you enjoy this next song this is one of the many amazing artist that I had the privilege of meeting and interviewing, and she was actually my very first guest. Love her dearly. Discovered her on YouTube. I know I always say it sounds cliche because it does, but I don't care because <laughs> I love this girl from the Carolinas, from North Carolina. Name is Dumayhem. Played one of her songs earlier called Reason to Live, and now I'm going to play a slower do- song since we're winding down tonight. Uh, it's getting late, and it's called I'm Not Here. Enjoy. <laughs> Just wouldn't be enough 
So again, that was I'm Not Here by Misty Mayhem. And I hope you will keep tuning in to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always Friday in Life on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Central Time, which, of course, is also 6 p.m. Pacific and 9 p.m. Eastern uh, when the show starts, starting time, and last couple hours. And don't forget, message me your uh, once again, your topic suggestions and your guest requests to me uh, via Twitter at Coffee Talk WC and join the Facebook group. Go to Facebook.com and join Coffee Talk with Shell group. Uh, C-H-E-L-L-E is how you spell Shell. Coffee Talk with Shell. And just want to say thanks again. We only got a couple of minutes left, so winding down, play some music as we uh, wrap up. Thank you all all so much and look forward to uh, lots more fun segments and serious ones too. Maybe do a serious one next week since we've been kind of lighthearted lately. Uh, and there is so much going on in the world of current events. So maybe I will do that one. Oh, that's a tough one, but I try to be objective when call it. I get callers. It's just tough, but I will try my best. That's all I can say. <laughs> um, that's just where I'm kind of leaning towards next week at this point. thinking I'll probably do a uh, world, world news, mostly America, but world news too. World news. Um, current events next week. All right. Again, thanks so much for tuning in. Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Don't forget, Sunday nights. And in the meantime, hope you enjoy this music as we as we wrap up called Your Mind by Brandon Hilton, a beautiful ballad. Bye.